0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a special edition of Sapping and Chance Royal Rumble Review. We're about 12 and a half hours removed. I am joined with Chance Michaels here at the bottom. And right beside me, I got a friend of the show all the way from Greece Trance, let's introduce our friend Connor, the Irish mauler, onto the show. Uh, he loves wrestling and he reached out to us and said, hey, I would love to come on and then talk uh, Royal Rumble with you guys. So this is something different, a different set of pipes, a different set of opinions, a different set of yeah. uh Connor, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? How's Greece treating you?
1: I'm good, man, I'm good. Greece is amazing. It's as beautiful as people think it is. And the uh, weather is much better than Ireland and Canada. So yeah.
0: And what, what are you actually doing out there? What what took you all the way to Greece?
1: So after I left Vancouver, I went back home to Ireland for a bit. And then with the opportunity to work remotely, I went to Greece for a bit and just loved it. So ended up staying. I went here and there. You know, I went to Hungary. I went back home to Ireland over that time. But uh, I just keep coming back to here.
0: And through all your travels, you still find time to watch wrestling, my man. I love it
1: i know my it's not easy right the amount of hours that uh you know during the week especially with aw edition you know but i, I get to uh, get it in you know find a time at the weekend get so, all paper, that wrestling.
0: so pay-per-views raws and stuff like that all start at like two three in the morning for you down there
1: they do but i catch up the next wow. day okay so all really right say, yeah, yeah all
0: right let's just get right to the meat here man guys royal Rumble. <laughs> 23 is done the car is officially started the road is officially paved here we are we're on our way to los angeles for wrestlemania 39 um none of us have spoken none of us really know where our minds are with this show i understand connor that you're about maybe half an hour 45 removed now from watching it chance and i we're both about 12 and a half 12 hours now removed from watching it. So the dust has kind of settled in our minds. It's probably kind of swirling a little bit in yours. I'll tell you right now off the top of my head, I thought this wasn't a bad Royal Rumble. It wasn't anything spectacular either. I'd probably give the show right off the top of my head, maybe a six and a half to a seven to be fair. Um, nothing really for me to complain about per se. There were a couple botches. We can talk about that as as we progress here. Little things that I noticed, but I, I'd love to hear from you guys. Chance, what did you think, man, right off the top?
2: I, I agree with you about 6.5 out of 10. I, that's what I was thinking, but I found it really, really boring. And the reason why I say that, we knew Cody Rhodes was going to win. We knew Rhea was going to win, and we knew Reigns was going to win. There was no surprises. The only surprise really was Booker T. Everything else was so predictable, and I thought it was very bland and very boring and actually one of the least enjoyable Royal Rumbles that I've seen in a long time. That's my take on it. Connor, what do you think?
1: Yeah, man. So I was going to give a 6.5. I pushed it to a 7, and I might have just pushed it to a 7 because I was still feeling all that emotion from the main event. Uh, but overall, I think 6.5, a 7, is a push because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. I feel the same. You know, no surprises. You know, some inconsistency with previous years i believe uh i was really hoping for you know number 17 Ray was not coming right so I was like oh there's going to be a surprise at the end there yeah. wasn't thought that was likely considering the meals uh well rumble was number one match so that right off the get-go i was a bit bummed out from the i knew there was going to be no surprise if there's going to be number one match there's going to be no yeah. big it's going to be a surprise you would expect it to be the main event so i thought okay cody's winning this Cody came at thirty, you know, so I was a little bit bummed at get go. So I was already flat from the beginning. Uh, started picking up, um, but overall, I think it's, I would echo your words that lacking of star power surprises was a big thing to put me down to the the six to seven range too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I I look at it from this perspective. I think number one, well, let's go right into it. Like the first big big surprise of the show was McAfee coming back. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. I do like him on commentary. Um, You could tell that he hadn't been watching any wrestling for four months with some of the things that he was saying. Yeah. But McAfee can pull it off in such a way that he can make it sound cool that he doesn't know. You know, like he didn't know that Alexa is crazy now. He didn't know, who, you know, this character is doing this. But the way he worded it, he saved himself on every occasion. And that's what McAfee brings. I mean, the three, that commentating booth, I was really, you know, they really did a good job, all three of them. They all worked really well together. Uh, Here's my take on the Men's Royal Rumble match. Now, one thing you guys, I did hear from you was that it was the number one match. Now, I almost think that they put the match first because they weren't sure what kind of backlash the crowd would give them if Sammy wasn't in it, and they would have enough time to recover the rest of the program and build accordingly. Would you guys agree with something like that? Because there's so much on Sammy right now. This is like Sammy mania as it was I don't going.
2: think anybody thought Sammy was coming out because they didn't announce him they didn't really tease that he was coming so I didn't even think twice that he didn't even come out till after I'm like oh crap Sammy didn't come out but I wasn't expecting
1: him to come out really so I wasn't disappointed by that
0: no we're not I think fair... given, uh,
1: given the main event um that that's storytelling to me that's what really give it a seven if I if it wasn't for that made I say I wrote down before going into the main event I'm giving it a five out of ten and then that bumped it up to around a seven i thought the storytelling was just epic i was just at the edge of my seat energy was pulsating through my body i was like is he going to do it is he not so i think he, that was that was too monumental to me i think that was epic storytelling so i think it was fitting to put that right at the end of the show like so i don't um disagree with that it was a bummer that the males was number one because i felt oh there's not going to be any big surprise here because it would leave it for the main event but uh, to uh, to agree with you there, I think the, the Sammy angle was just too monumental to, it just, it just, that will sink in for everybody. Right. It would have been wasted in the middle of the card, you know.
0: Well, so. I, I I think that you could not have ended the show with anything else but what ended the show, right? Even yeah. you, you couldn't put the men's rumble last. The show had to end the way it had to end. Right? Yeah, the and ending was, was good. No way. Um, all right, let's let's get into the men's Royal Rumble. Uh, here are my thoughts right off the bat: Sheamus and Gunther. Happy birthday to Sheamus, who was celebrating his forty fifth birthday yesterday. Um, for the show, Gunther, man, wow! They they have high hopes for this guy. He came in number one. He set the record. This guy went post to post. He basically was the last one eliminated. I mean. Uh, this this kid something else, man. That crazy guitar shot that he took from Elias halfway through. He had to yeah. work through all that. So, He's cut too, right? He's yeah, cut. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, so he had to work through all that. So Gunther, man, big shout out to him. Um, I don't think we'll probably go in, you know, participant by participant. Just highlights. Another highlight for me was just as the second year in a row now that Kofi is botched. His attempt they need to, to drop get back, back into to the ring. He
2: didn't get rid of that. Well,
0: I'm almost thinking now that maybe they're doing in the opposite spot where he botches it every year. This is two in a row now, right? I mean, that, that chair totally failed on him. He was supposed to land on the chair. Rule number one don't use a fucking chair with wheels, right? It's going to slip out under you. So, I mean, completely botched spot, unfortunate situation there. Like you guys were saying, there were no major surprises in the men's world. Booker, Booker T. <laughs> the other thing that I also noticed in this Rumble and the Women's Rumble, which is not something I've seen in previous Rumbles in the last little while, the influx of competitors in the ring at any given time. This is yeah. one particular Rumble where I saw more people in the ring uh, going into number 30. Like, I think there was 11 people in the ring for the women when Naya came out. You know, so it's just like a very different take on the way the Rumble was run. In the past years, we've seen where Brock is just cleaned out, cleaned out. And, you know, just waiting for one on one. And then at, at any given moment, you maybe had six or seven competitors in each Rumble at any given time. But this one in particular, I found both matches mirrored themselves quite a bit in terms of entrance numbering. You had Rhea and Liv coming in at one and two, and they basically lasted the whole match. I mean, it ended with one and two. And in, in the men, same kind of scenario. Not Sheamus, unfortunately, but with Gunther. Um, What do you guys think? We're, we're, yeah.
2: Gunther's performance was good. Like, they're bringing him up. He lasted the whole time. Fought good. But for me, the highlight of the men's Royal Rumble was the spot with Logan Paul and Ricochet. Logan Paul came out there. I thought he stole the show. That was a crazy spot. We've never seen that. They hit hard. He actually had welts on him after that. I thought that was the best part of the Rumble. What do you think, Connor?
1: Yeah, I got to go with Logan too. That the, so the biggest hype I actually got of the card was probably Logan. Mm. I have to say, Logan podcasting, I don't really watch um, Impulsive. I've caught a little bit here and there. You know, Jake Paul, I always root for the, the UFC fighter, big UFC fans. I always, I always root for the UFC fighter, if he's fighting Aspirin or Woodley, you know. Yeah. But when it comes to Logan, all the WWE, I'm a big fan of Logan Paul in the WWE. That match with um, with Roman, that was that just got me sitting up. That was one of the best matches I will say that I've seen uh, in a few years, and it was by Logan Paul, yep. you know, in his second, third match, whatever. So whenever Logan came out after after what he took uh, in that match with the the knee injury, I didn't think he would do something risky like he did with Ricochet. <laughs> so for me, you know, that was that was major because. I kind of had a feeling Cody's going to come out number 30 now. You know, it got around that like 20 mark and I was thinking yeah. I wish Cody came out earlier to be honest because then he would have had five for it I would have meant a little bit more, you know, but maybe that was the reason for that. Maybe they'd just been a little bit cautious because he is coming back from injury and they want to protect him with a mania possibly, but uh, so for me with uh, Cody being number 30, Logan, Coming out um, was it was a big surprise to me, and I thought he did fantastic in Crown Jewel, so I thought he deserved his moment. Uh, what yeah, a phenomenal! What a phenomenal athlete he is. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, yeah no, definitely, definitely uh, spot of the night as well in my notes oh, yeah. here as well. Like everyone I was with watching it, like we're all like, ooh, right, that, 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 was a hard was, hit. that was something. That was a hard hit, man. Those guys came off really, really hard. Um, Carter, you were saying, yeah, you know, just being disappointed with with uh with Cody coming out at number 30, you know, trying to work for it a bit. But I think it also kind of worked out in the sense that there was about 10 to 12, you know, the, the ring was pretty full when he came in. So, you know, sure. from that perspective as well, it wasn't like, okay, you're number 30 and there's only five guys or six guys left in the ring. There was still a lot of guys in the ring to work with. And yeah, I think you need to protect him a little bit as well. You can't have him come in at a number 20 spot and and you know kind of re-injure himself he's just as much as he trained you know like we've talked about this before chance and i and many a time you can wait weight, lift weights you can run you can be in the best fit. you're a personal trainer connor you've got this down you know but if you're not in the ring actually honing the craft if you're not taking a backslide if you're not taking a bump if you're not you know hitting the mats you're never going to be ready for a match right so you know yeah as much as he prepared in the nightmare factory and he has his own ring and he's worked with different people and what have you, but ultimately, you know, just it's it's safety, right? I mean, he's too, he's too valuable right now to get hurt again. The thing is with the men's
1: go ahead, Connor. I was just going to say, you know, um, with that in mind, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it has to be possibly a little bit of protection, you know, because of that. And, uh, you know, he didn't do a whole lot. He wasn't doing like um, in terms of big spots. He, but he did do the Cody cutter a couple of times, which is a risky move, you know, so kudos. And he hit them pretty damn well, you know, so mm-hmm. that was going good. I felt the men's Royal Rumble. And uh, I think lately wrestling has been great. It's been good, a good build up to rumble. Uh, and then I was already, as soon as they said Metro Rumble, I think I started going flat. And then I didn't really see, I, I felt it was possibly a little bit rushed. You know, I, I felt this whole event maybe was a little bit rushed for some reason. Like nothing seemed big in terms of nominations. Lesnar that very quick lash. and very quick set. It was very, you know, flat. It wasn't like a back and forth. It was just, art. you know, even the Gunther being eliminated, it kind of looked almost like a little bit of a botch elimination. He turned. Yeah, you can see him it spinning was. it. It didn't look epic like when Triple H eliminated Kurt with the clothesline over the top rope. And it was just... Boom, you know, he just went flying over. There was a, it was, it was almost a little lackluster how it went over. I will, I want to ask this though. Um, and sorry to interrupt, Chance. Uh, I want to get to hear everyone okay. say but I wanted to add this in. I'm sure you guys are probably going to get to it, but I was curious. Um, what was the this and the bang? Was that like a, a elite? Um, was that like uh Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks kind of, yeah, uh, call? That's, it. That's yeah. a tribute. Yeah. It
0: was a little tribute, a shout out to, to Kenny Omega. So the two suite is goes all the way back to the bullet club. You'll mm-hmm. see Finn doing it and you'll see AJ do it and whatnot. So that's always tied into that. And the uh, thing like this, that's a Kenny Fine. Omega, man. That's a Kenny Omega yeah. uh, trademark. It was great to see that. Yeah. 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 Um, here's the one thing I'll take away from the men's Royal rumble. Yes. It was lackluster. Yes. It was not as surprise filled as we would have liked uh, one. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get Bushwhacker Luke on the on on the on the show. There was a petition going around. Connor, just so you know, he had a petition going around to to have him, you know, be a participant in the Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah. We talked about it on the podcast that we did with him as well. So, you know, I guess you know they didn't see the value in that one. Um, but here's the one thing I say I will take away from it: a lot of things were developed. The storylines were moved forward from this Royal Rumble, okay? Yeah, things were quick and what have you, but I think in a lot of different ways we're, we're starting to see direction now. So, I mean, when you go back and watch it again, you'll start to see that from that perspective, perhaps. Like, this is what I get now as I've had time to think about it. We got advancement in the Edge storyline. You know, Edge came out. He didn't last too yeah. long, but he came out there. He took care of the Judgment Day. They fought all the way to the back. Having... um. Beth Phoenix come out and spear Rhea Ripley that sets up what I think you'll see at extreme rules because it can't be happening at the Royal elimination chamber. Uh, uh, Sorry. Elimination chamber. I keep saying extreme rules. I apologize. (laughs) Um, I said that last week too. Uh, So you could probably have like a gender mixed tag team match. Now Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley against um, edge and Beth, right? So you got that storyline kind of developing. Uh, Ray, the reason he didn't come out at number 17, he actually injured himself on Friday against Karrion Cross. Okay. Right? So he was supposed to come out. So they had to change things up really quick. This is the beauty of having information 12 hours after the show. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. So he didn't come out. That's why Dominic came out and made a horrible mess of trying to rip up Ray's mask. And that was really unfortunate. But again, another way just to kind of build the stories. One of the biggest matches that I think that we're going to get out of this Royal Rumble, and we haven't touched on this here, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul at Mania is probably going to happen.
2: That'll be huge, right? Be
1: huge. Logan, be
0: Logan was calling Logan was calling for John Cena, but I think they're going to go Cena theory because there's more of a storyline already built in. Theory's favorite wrestler growing up was was Cena. He's of that generation, right? He was legitimately a kid when John Cena was at his top, you know. Well, it makes more
2: sense. They're similar builds, similar styles. And then Logan Paul and Seth are more similar. So it makes more sense. My takeaway from the Royal Rumble is to put a cap on it was it was lackluster. One of the lesser rumbles that I've ever seen because you knew that none of these guys were going to win it. You never for once thought Gunther was going to take Cody. You knew Cody was winning. So it wasn't even believable because you knew Cody was winning it. And even though Gunther had his moments, you knew he wasn't going to throw him out. The Rumbles are the best, and you don't know who's going to win. Oh, he might win. He might win. Going into this, we knew it was Cody. So that was a big letdown overall.
0: All right. I I I
1: have to agree with that, too. Uh, Just the the, the, the Gunther aspect, um, that's what I agree with. Uh, I don't know who you would have put him with to make it maybe Rollins. But as you said, it was great to get the Logan Rollins kind of tease Mm. for Romania um but with gunther you knew it absolutely wasn't going to be gunther that's the only thing i will say like it wasn't like, yeah. uh, oh may there be a swerve because you're like well it's not going to be gunther but i did like the gunther lesnar was teased them too like face to face as just yeah. behemoths, you know yeah one thing And this, this is nitpicking this is nitpicking for me right I, I every year though i don't like this i don't like that they do this right i don't like when they go um someone comes out and then right after is a rival, or someone comes out then right after a tag team partner because it's supposed to be, if I'm not uh, mistaken, is it still supposed to be random or or is it uh, now people know the numbers or whatever? Like, No, no one picks though, right? So it just seems, it's a little bit, for me, it's a little bit nitpicky, but it's something I wrote down. Because the like Lesnar come out, then Ashley will come out, you know. But one of the highlights for me was Lesnar. Lesnar just did lesnar stuff you know he just came in, cleaned up i actually liked that pro uh the amateur wrestling he did so uh, uh who did take down i think it was sheamus and then there was the amateur wrestling between xavier and um shush uh gable, was, gable. yeah there was a, a little bit of amateur wrestling because they are both amateur amateur wrestling backgrounds you know and i love that little scuffle between them you know with they the that element so it was some fun elements for me I just think for, for overall it was that was a big point too that I, I had thought just like we had gone through Cody I loved it to give Gunther that push and, and really solidified him with the Lesnar start iron with the number uh one number two uh number one right number one all the way to the very end that there was mm-hmm. great to push him in that way so that elevated Gunther in that match but as you said I would probably would have preferred it to be someone that you thought maybe you could see possibly there's a twist here coming you know yeah
0: all right, so here, I'm going to officially put the lock on the Men's Royal Rumble here so we can move on. Gunther, We're probably going to get Lashley and and Brock at Elimination Chamber. That's probably going to happen quicker than not. Guys, I think what we're going to end up getting is Gunther against Brock at Mania. Um, all roads lead up to that. The way they've built up Gunther, this Royal Rumble was something for that. Lastly, we keep saying lackluster this and that. Is it we're just that fucking good at what we do and we know our shit so well that we we wreck it for ourselves? Just going to leave it there. I'll say this. Royal Rumble match was okay. It was good. It was fun. It moved storylines as it was supposed to. Lackluster, maybe there wasn't enough surprises. Maybe that's what bothers us. I thought the Royal Rumble was okay. Wasn't the greatest. Wasn't the best. Wasn't the worst. So let's move on. To the biggest money match of the night, I'll call it. The pitch black match between one Bray White and one LA Knight. Guys, right off the bat, what did you think?
1: Car, go ahead, take it. I uh, man, I okay. This this event really picked up, but that match just had me pissed. I, I was. I I gotta be I'm a huge Wyatt fan. Love Bray. Love how he's been um portrayed lately. I think he's really making a comeback and he's a resurgence. They're turning away from the fiend, which I like. Because the fiend did deal with, I believe got a little bit silly. I love the fiend. I love the look of the fiend. I love how the fiend started off, but it just got a little bit. It's
0: it's hard to, to be a the face, fiend. man. It's hard yeah. to be a face demon.
1: <laughs> exactly exactly right but this match i i thought to myself at some point maybe you guys agree i thought is this more of like an advertisement for martin Dew because they had the whole vibe, the whole like bright you know it was like it, yep. pitch makes it seem creepy and scary but it was all lit up like glitter like a nightclub you know no, and, Yeah, yeah you know so you know, like, I love both. Ellen Knight is phenomenal. I was like, don't do Ellen Knight. Like, this Ellen Knight is money. He is, I just think Ellen Knight's just something great. He gets the fans behind him. Now, he is a heel, so there is a little bit of maneuvering so the fans don't get behind him so much, you know, because he's great as a heel. and should stay a heel. But I thought it was very, that match seemed to be very rushed. It was like, uh came with a kinder stick over but i will say positives for me so that's a negative to say positive Brett looked incredible his uh his the 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 face paint the eyes he looked just without being the fiend he looked great um he looked good as well he hasn't wrestled in a, a long time hasn't been on tv at least you know wrestling in a long time yeah, i thought yeah, it looked yeah. good uh but overall i i will i'm going to get uh this event's building for me it's get better it gets better but this match really just it just bothered me i just i just thought like do better for these two guys like you know yeah. i just thought this i was looking forward to this so much i thought them two are just brilliant and they've worked so well they've meshed so well and it's been great storytelling and then i was like is this a martin do you advert i mean what's what's going on you know yeah
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> Chance, what, what about you bro
2: Basically, you know what he said. He summed it up pretty well. I always thought it'd be a little bit more of a scary match. Then it's like a, it felt like you're in a nightclub at a rave. All the the fluorescent and the neon stuff. It was rushed. Um, Bray Wyatt did look cool with scary mask and, and the paint and all that. Um, they kind of made LA Knight look scared of him. He was kind of running around. Kind of made him look weak. I thought at points. And then Uncle Howdy, that big spot. He doesn't even touch him. That was bad. That that it was cool to see the fire come up when he does that elbow or whatever. He doesn't even touch him. He doesn't even come close. You can see it. He missed them. It it ended yeah. in the match with bad notice. I thought it was a letdown match. It could have been so good. I thought pitch black match would be like scary, like a spotlight. And this was like a like you're at a party and I don't know. I was let down by it.
0: Okay. Well, first off, it was a huge advertisement for Mountain Dew. Number yeah. one, uh the Mountain Dew logo was in the ring. Uh before yeah, the they match, right? Money into it. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So it was a huge advert. Like if anything, this match made the most money for the WWE you got to figure that Mountain Dew paid a huge, a huge amount of money to get that logo on the Mm -hmm. ring apron. This is something that Vince would never have done. I'm not, you know, just to bring it up. He was always, of all the things that Vince wanted to do, this is one thing he was never a fan of, was putting the advertising in the ring. Ironic, isn't it? Like, considering all the revenue streams he's always wanted to touch on. Mm -hmm. But Mountain Dew must have paid an exorbitant amount of money to, to pull this match off. It was only five minutes long. The best part of the match was at the end. I mean, I think if if anything, the true Bray Wyatt character, the kind of guy that we're gonna get, we're starting to see that character develop more from this match. That's what I took from it. Uh, being impervious to the kendo shots at the end, it starts to kind of emerge. This is who this guy's gonna be now. That mask that he had on, like you basically saw him transform through the match. Like you know, he didn't come on with that mask. He had the real dark rings around his eyes that black paint and whatnot, and as the match progressed, you could see, okay, the mask is on now, and, you know, he had the uh, Jeff Hardy body paint on, and yeah, LA Knight wearing the yellow neon kachi. okay, I get it, right, I mean, but I don't think it hurts LA Knight because he is a really good character, I think this is more just a launching pad kind of thing, Uh, for all we know, maybe LA Knight's going to be one of the white six you know? And yeah, Yeah. I'll say this overall for the night, there are about three to four spots that the cameraman had a bad night. One would have been right there on that spot, the way they shot it. They could have made it look like you hit, but you knew he landed right beside him. And (laughs) and, and all the different angles that they show, Connor, go back and take a look at it now that you've watched it and you can see it again. I'll be honest, guys, I've watched the Royal Rumble twice now, the the whole show. Just Mm -hmm. once as a social event, The second time, just to kind of pick the little pieces out, right? And in my second viewing, this is where I noticed that they botched the camera shot here. They botched the camera shot on the Kofi spot. They botched the camera shot in the female Royal Rumble. And I'll share that when we get to the show.
2: The cameraman, yeah, he didn't do the best, but the the, the performers got to make their move. You can't. No, not, no, Uncle Howdy regardless, cannot miss. Like that. Regardless,
0: not, regardless right. though, like when they practice this and they sh- shoot it, they can shoot it from different angles where he doesn't necessarily have to even touch the guy. It's just you can get it on the camera where it looks like he's coming down and he's just right on that right spot, right? I get what you're saying completely. But, I mean, yeah. they botched it. It's from the camera botch. I wouldn't say Howdy botched it because he landed where he was supposed to land. It's he could that- have at least
2: great. Made well, officer, right? But
0: he did. He did have his elbow out and he did a little twist in it too, right? Like, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying from the mm-hmm. angles and the way they filmed it, it could have been done better to make it look like he hit him,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. I'll just say this. Like, I mean, I, this one really this one really bothered me because I thought that was bad. Bray looked looked amazing coming out, you know, I thought, I was like, this looks, this is the best looking Bray I've seen. When he came out before the the paint, when he just had the black eyes, I was like, this is creepy, just with black eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He came out and the the lights were on and I was like, oh, are they going to, I thought this was a lights out match, they're going to do it with the lights on. And uh, I thought, I don't care if they do this, this looks pretty cool, Bray looks cool, these two are awesome, this is going to be a good match. I'm actually looking forward to seeing these guys wrestle, you know. Um, so I was getting excited. I was getting excited. Then the lights went off, and I was like, "Okay, it's going to be a little bit weird to see this match. It's going to be hard visually." But then I seen Brea's face, paint and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool." Um, And it's just like I, I, th- I don't want this to be this. The how Brea continues. I really want Brea was had some sweet moments lately that that I was a fan of. Was like that, that, that really, I was like, "Okay, I think Brea is going to be top tier." I've always wanted Brea to be top tier. I've always wanted to take it seriously. Uh, in the top mix you know and be a steady top uh, top of the card guy and I just feel like this is putting him back into that kind of you know who knows unknown fiend stage where it didn't look like, yeah. it like he could have seen and then he went back down and already it looks like he started off as in ring with this kind of where do you go from here and I really hope they can advance it I will say this too though um you guys you, you definitely picked it up the v1 and the, the head shape as well that was a really cool touch as well that has yeah. the six. um i hope that i hope that i think they will i think they'll turn this around i think they really will i thought with me you talked about taker before right the taker moments it seemed like you said moments are made i think you said moments are made in the ring and i thought oh this is going to this is this building it's going to be epic and i was just this is the one i was looking forward to the most and I think, too, because I was so excited and I think I had all these expectations and all these, like, what wonder what's going to happen. I think just as soon as the lights went into that, you know, glowing mode, I just went, man. So I'm, I'm staying optimistic. I'm staying optimistic. I do believe it will, it will turn around. I think, you know, it's not those guys' fault. It's not Brian, Ellen Knight's fault. You know, I think it was, as you said, do we really want the a decision to get the advertisement good for them you know especially with all the new people to bring, or all the old faces to bring them back in it's probably good to have a little bit more cash coming in you know yeah. so you know, them, promotion. Yep. you know hopefully you know it's there's good
0: not taking any shots at aew but i think they made more money off that match than aew probably did in six months
2: well, if I was Mountain Dew, I would want my money back because that match was that was lackluster. I, I no, but you
0: know what? It wasn't even the match, man. They won. They won. They had their no. They got the money. I get they got, it. Hey, they won in it. terms of getting yeah. that their their name out there, even in the post fight. Like I yeah. don't know if you guys caught it, the WWE is starting to do these post uh the post, press conference post, yeah. post show press conferences, which is kind of like a shoot almost now. Like they're getting better at it. Like you're getting they they're not coming out in character so much. Like Rhea Ripley came out, and you know she, she was talking genuinely, like, you know, it was like, she was legitimately herself, you know? Yeah. And, you know, she had some interesting comments as well. We can talk about that a little bit later on, but guys, let's just move on from that match. I mean, here's what I'll say this about this card. Another thing, uh, while it's still fresh in my mind, um, I found outside of the rumble matches and maybe no, you know what? I'm going to leave the last match as well. The last two, the, 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 the female match and, um, the heavyweight title match but this match and the Bianca match that we're going to go into next these two matches ended really impromptuly you know like they just kind of ended you know there, there was not enough there you know what I mean and I'm I'm going to just segue right into the next match here Bianca Belair against another potential member of the Wyatt Six so that story follows us into this match here I had really, really high expectations for this match only because I'm a huge Alexa mark. I, I'm i not going to shy away from it. Uh, and the reason is, and I'll tell you guys why, Um when she entered the main roster, she came in with Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, you know, and, and who's the fourth one out of those girls? Um, Becky, right? Becky? Yeah, so the four horsewomen of wrestling at that time. These were the four biggest names. Any girls that were going to come in with them, you would have thought that these, you know, the lesser ones would be the ones that we'd forget about, right? But Alexa, in my opinion, she's smaller than all of them, but she's got this vicious side to her, and she made a name for herself. She didn't have anybody's name to work with. She wasn't a part of a faction. She came up, and she built her own name. She's dominant. She's decorated. I, and and I, I'll be honest, the match that she had with Bianca here tonight was really fun. I mean, they they worked really hard. It's no fault of their own. You know, we already knew that Bianca was going to win, right, Chance? I mean, we just knew because of where it's going to go. It doesn't hurt Alexa because we're still building her character, as we saw at the end of this match. My only point, my only disappointment was it wasn't longer. Even though that this rumble went four and a half hours. Too long. these, These two matches, the Bray Wyatt match was done in seven minutes. In essence this match didn't go anywhere past 10 minutes right i mean i think the one segment they could have cut out was that stupid song before the main event oh that's not
2: nice. yeah right? that was test.
0: probably yeah. you know that was probably the worst segment i'd ever seen ever in royal rumble history no disrespect to the song but that was just shit, man like yeah. I, right i i anyway um Good match, good showing by both, and they work really, really well together. And what I love is that Alexa makes it look realistic that she can get a good offense on Bianca, you know. And that's what I love about Alexa. She's little, but she's a fucking firecracker, guys. thoughts?
2: Uh, sure, it was yeah. rushed. We well, got the rumbles take up three hours, you know, almost an hour and a half each rumble, right? So you got to rush these matches. I it was rushed and predictable again. We knew Bianca was going to take it, so just again another letdown. I thought
1: Connor uh i think i uh, just to um you know talk about alexa bliss again so happy that she's came back though because she kind of felt a little bit in obscurity it was like they didn't know what direction to go with her after the fiend left you know and she she yeah went along and that alexa bliss fiend um kind of possessed phase which wasn't really getting her anywhere and then she was gone for a while she came back she had like that tag team run it just seemed like she wasn't going to get back to where i believe she, she should be which is the main Uh, top of the the card within the women's division Uh, so I'm really glad she did it and it's just really feeling uh, stronger, it seems like she's stronger now than she was before so I'm happy she's she's bringing herself back to that top level, I think that's where she belongs Um, rush match of course you know, uh, she's finished just come out of nowhere, it didn't even look like she was close to hitting the Sister Abigail you know, um, you you knew she was going for it the way she held her but didn't even look close and then it was just finished so of course rushed finish um but you know they, they they kept it clean uh, they got out of there i will say uh, the part at the end i liked that it was progressing i liked that she felt like she was in charge you know she actually came out strong for the last few weeks like it's me i don't need anybody and she's just this real like face in her on her like she's i'm strong i'm in charge you know i don't need anybody i'm going to take up i'm going to take over this division pretty much but then she looked very broken by the end when she didn't win it. You know, it seemed like, oh, I thought I could do it. Now I can't. So it's playing in well. I wish they did a different segment. It looked like it was the same video cut from the Raw that it happened before. Um, I wish they did something extra with Hardy um, for that video segment. Uh, but overall, happy that Alexis is back in that position. I like the way her her visuals, her face at the end of it, looking like, you know, she's going to give into the six to to, you know, get back that title, which I think she should. And it'll be really cool to see her in that position. I just hope that they don't mess up the six. I hope they don't go too goofy with it, you know, and if they make them a serious threat, kind of like the Wyatt family were, believable, you know, then it'll be a really cool fashion with her as champion in there. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, no, I really, um, with Alexa, again, the one thing I will take away from this match that they did really well were their expressions throughout. They were talking to each other. The mic was picking that up. So within that match, that dialogue, that back and forth that the two girls had together, you know, that was really good. That made the match, you know, really, really fun for me as well. Uh, You know, yeah, it was kind of cut short, but so was the Pitch Black match. So these two matches were kind of cut short. Uh, Again, character development, everything is kind of going in the right direction. The one thing that I will stress about this particular Royal Rumble, they did a really good job at advancing stories. Uh, Even if you didn't notice it or not, you know, a lot happened here tonight that set things in motion as we move ahead. As we move ahead now, let's get right into the females Royal rumble match up here. Um, again, very similar to how the men started number one and two, basically stayed in this match throughout the whole match. In fact, number one, eliminated number two. Um, yep. so respect to Liv Morgan. Absolutely. She lasted throughout this whole thing. She worked her ass off. I can credit do where credit is due. Um, a bit, more, a bit more surprises on this side. Hey, first off, no NXT men were in the Men's Royal Rumble. Did you notice that?
2: I didn't, but now that you say that, yeah, I didn't even think of that.
0: Also, no Mad Cat Moss was in the Royal Rumble. Maybe he's injured. I
2: haven't uh, seen
0: no, him. He's, no, he's fine, man. Uh, his girlfriend, Emma, made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay,
2: I don't know. He should have been out there. But yeah, out way, no, it
0: wasn't it. out there either so okay so let's get into the female so a lot of NXt talent was in this matchup here you had Roxanne Perez come out you had uh what's her name um the girl with the blonde hair and she was wearing the gold tights and everything anyways uh she's another NXt girl as well you had um oh uh the girl from Australia with the ponytail. Oh, God. She was with Johnny. I don't Grant really watch the NXT much. So Indy Hartwell, she was out there as well. You started got to start watching that show, Chance. Um You got to, it, man. It's a part of it. You got to know what's going on, brother. I know, uh, but it's
2: like you watch NFL or I watch major leagues. I'm not always going to watch single leg ball either, right? You can only watch so much wrestling, right?
0: I got to watch the top. Brother, this is what we do. We gotta have to know. No, it. I know, but I wanna watch the best <laughs> of the best.
2: Like if you have a baseball podcast, people aren't watching Vancouver Canadians games, you're watching the Mariners games, right? It's like cool, you break down so much wrestling. There's wrestling everywhere. So I watch a little bit of it, but I don't think NXT's we'll get that later. I it's not a big fan of it, to be honest. All
0: right. So, anyways, as we get into this match, um thoughts right off the bat, man. What did you guys think of the female World Rumble match overall? Take it away, five.
1: Yeah, I like that uh, Chelsea Green was back, right, uh, from the Iconics. Uh, I was hoping for the, um, uh, I forgot her name now, it's been so long since to have been in it. Um, her tag team partner. That Chelsea? is who I'm thinking, right? Chelsea Green, she she was one half of the Iconics, right?
0: No, 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 no. The, the, the Iconics were the two Australian girls. Uh, one... Who's okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, Chelsea Green is married to Zach Ryder now. She's actually from Victoria. She's here. She's a local girl from Vancouver. Yeah,
1: no I thought she was that yeah she
0: was that yeah, yeah. She yes. uh, no she's the- got a she's got a really interesting story she's a really good character she's on impact a lot she was on impact a lot uh yeah. she she made her mark here in Vancouver she worked her way up really well I mean it also helps that she's very attractive as well so that that you know goes in her yeah. favor. Well, what happened is uh well she she was an NXT. And when she made her debut, she was debuted on SmackDown, broke her hand on her debut, and then she was off TV. And then when all the cuts happened, she was one of the cuts. So, you know, that's why no one's seen her for a long time. So she's uh, back in the fold now. And just to give you a bit of insight, the type of character that she's going to be playing going forward, it's going to be type of uh, like a Karen character complaining about everything and whatnot. He's almost going to be like a comedy character from what I'm hearing right now.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so that was a botch for me. I could have swore. uh, I was reading up about, um, I think, after the Iconics left. I was was going to play the Iconics, far. I like the Iconics. Um, I thought they were a fun uh, tag team that really added to that division, you know. It was really good to have a solid team. Uh, But the women's, uh, Royal Rumble. I was rooting for Ripley. Ripley's an absolute beast, you know, like, so I was really hoping that that, was, that would happen, uh, which it did, paid off. That elimination was probably my favorite elimination of the, the night the, when she eliminated Liv Morgan at the end. I yeah. That was yeah. that was, that was how you eliminated someone. Was, that was,
0: that was risky. That was risky, man. It could have that gone was, either yeah. way, right? You know, it could have gone either way. I mean, if anything, one thing I'll say right now while it's on the top of my head, one, two things. Why is the walkway at the Royal Rumble so fucking long when you only have 90 seconds between competitors? Put more people in the stands, man. No, no, I get it, man. But it just makes no sense to me at all. You want the guy and girls to come into the ring as soon as possible, but it takes them almost a minute just to walk to the ring. I noticed this at the Phoenix in Swell when I went to the Royal Rumble in 2019. They had golf carts. so You don't see this, obviously, on TV. At the end of, like, when you get eliminated, they had golf carts to take the guys and girls back because the walk was so long right
2: the so, longer the walkway the more seats the more money right that's yeah, why
0: yeah. Do do that. no no for sure it just it didn't make sense and I guess yeah. the second thing was I had two things but I can't remember the second thing now well um,
1: I want to touch a little bit on what you said before about the men's rumble how it's a little bit different with the amount of people gathering in the ring that's it that happened in the women's rumble as exactly, well and
0: exactly I think
1: a it, that's a risky move because you know you, you want to keep suspending your belief right like that's just beautiful at wrestling when they can really suspend your belief and they can do it and they're doing greatly but when there's too many people you know there's a lot of lying in the corner it just isn't consistent with what we're used to seeing one-on-one you know um so that gets a little bit risky and I, and I did notice it in the the females rumble a lot you know like uh, the squats it was like oh you can just see a, a ring of bodies just lying around with two people having the moment um Again, I think I think that you gotta be careful a lot. Well, I noticed it more in the women's than it did in the, the men's. Also the touch on the men not having the NXT, I think it speaks for the depth of the roster right now. I think the roster is just that good. You know, uh I think they don't need to pull any money up at the moment. You know, uh, it's really good when someone can shine on the rumble, mm-hmm. you know, it can, it can pushing. But I think for me I didn't I wasn't disappointed with any entry of the men's rumble. You know, I was like, maybe I'm not really fond of um oh, um Almost. I don't know if I'm saying really, say his name correctly. I'm not really a huge fan of his, you know. Uh, you know, he's good with MVP. MVP's doing his thing. MVP's great, you know, and he's really pushing him along. I did actually quite like the the the, 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 the monster versus monster again, but uh, but apart from that, uh, I, I wasn't disappointed with the, the men's rumble in terms of the entries, and I just think that's a really cool thing. I just want to note that But you said with NXT, and I think it's just they're just getting that good with the roster right now. Uh, women's women's a steady match. There was nothing really... It stood out to me. There's um there's nothing that I thought like this is really monumental, you know, but the thing, I thought it was good though. I thought it was I thought they, they performed well. Um and then, and then the, the elimination at the end just had me. Um Oscars um coming back as well with the cool uh yeah. dragon mask. I thought that was just like epic, so that I got I got a pop for that, you know. So the women's was pretty I liked the women's, I thought it was a good match. Um they did solid. No, no real botting there, which is good to see. Everyone seemed to walk, get away safe. I mean, when you throw people over the top rope like that, you know, you never know if someone's going to get injured. So I'm always hoping no one gets injured. But it didn't look like anyone did. Um, So yeah, and then, and then elimination just caught me at the end. Want a Ray to read win? Epic eliminations, so It's happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Chance, your thoughts?
2: Yeah, basically what Carter was saying, uh, the elimination at the end was great. Probably the best part of the night. But it was too predictable. We knew Ray was going to win. That took away from it. You knew at the end, like you said, if she could have slipped, it could have botched it, could have changed the whole match, but you knew she was going to win. Great eliminations, I mean, but predictable and a little bit lackluster overall, to sum it up. Too predictable. Yeah. I like I like Royal Rumpers, you know, maybe Oscar's going to win, maybe Liv's going to win, maybe, you know, Becky's going to win, whoever, yeah. but you knew Rhea was winning, and that, that yeah. takes away from it. Wrestling yeah. is best when you're surprised and you're excited. There was nothing really to get excited about because you knew it was going down.
0: Okay, well, I'll say this, chance, man. You know, right. and you know, like I hear what you're saying entirely. But we already knew this as going into it, like when we— we'll No, I know. As we're saying, Where's where the surprises? Where's the excitement? Well, you know what the surprise and the excitement is? Is because of this damn fucking internet that we live in now, man. Well, Everything no, but even gets my spoiled kid—, spoiled even like kid and... seven and a half.
2: He's like, Dad, he doesn't know check the internet for the stuff. He knew Cody's winning, and he knew Rhea's winning. And, and when when you're that young and you know it, that wrestling's best when you're excited. You don't know what's gonna happen. That's the best thing about us, But we knew what was gonna happen, and that. That hurt the Rumble big time.
0: Well, I think I mean it, it is what it is. but I mean, you know, it, it, yeah, I I don't know
1: how to answer that just one. Tender Jack, uh, you said that you guys said that you knew Ray was going to win because you already told me that too. You said you know Rhea should win the Women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I don't know why I don't know why I was clueless, but I didn't really put Ray. Didn't know where she fit. I knew she's been epic. She's been doing great. You know, it's like she's just been excelling <laughs> more than anyone in the women's division. So it made sense from that standpoint. But from a story progression standpoint, I didn't know where she fit in because she hasn't been mixing with Bianca. She hasn't been mixing with Charlotte. So I didn't know from that sense. So okay. for me, I was actually kind of uh, so, surprised. Not surprised as such, but I I was still intrigued because I didn't really know where she fitted in with the story. So I still didn't okay. really know, hoping, you know.
0: Yeah. So here's what sure. I think. I think what I I think I know where I want to go with this with what Chance was saying now. Like I think, like you said, you didn't know, right? Now, this is all we do. Like, you know, we watch wrestling, we talk about wrestling, we're always on mm-hmm. top of it, we're always reading everything that's coming our way. So for people like ourselves, yeah, it, it could be a little boring, right? Like I was saying mm-hmm. to some of the people I was that I was with last night watching the show, I was saying things to them, and then Corey Graves was saying it after on the telecast. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, I I said to my friend, I said, look, dude, I almost feel like I'm killing stuff for myself because we already know so much. We already have it in our head. Yeah, that's out, a part of it. You know? no. and, and I think that's a huge part for us, right? So we're we're watching it with, with glasses that, you know, we're basically writers. We've written the show already that they've already written because we know how they think and the direction mm-hmm. they go in. So any guys like us, guys who do these kind of podcasts and focus on these particular art forms mm-hmm. have the knowledge. Where Connor, you know, yeah, he's a fan. All love to you, brother but at the same time, he's not watching it as diligently. Now, the reason I say that Rhea Ripley wins is because she's got two built-in storylines going for media. She can go against Charlotte, who she lost the title to at media, who she's never beaten. That's one particular storyline, redemption. The second storyline is you go up against the girl that you came up with. You guys came to NXT together. You guys came up the roster together. Unfortunately, Bianca's gotten the best of you every time so far in your guys' career. That's another storyline. So this is why, you know, and plus everything that she's been doing, she was supposed to be fighting um, Bianca Money in the Bank in in May, but she couldn't because of the injury she sustained, right? But then she joined the Judgment Day when she came back from that injury. So they took the focus off of that storyline. They kind of shut it down a little bit. But all indications from Money in the Bank was this this is the direction that they're going to go in um oscar coming out circa 2000 oscar i loved it that was cool Uh, as she was leaving raw before she left raw you could see she came out the last appearance on raw that she had she had no face paint on in fact she had no makeup on you know she was almost another alexa bliss i'm lost in transition character i don't know who i am anymore Is this the Bianca Belair effect? I don't know. Maybe there's a storyline to be had here too. Anyone who becomes friends with Bianca becomes lost. They don't know what to do. They lose their way. They lose their character. So Asuka came back with her 2000 evil Joker. I loved it. I loved that that character. And it was really cool here. This is how I watch wrestling. If you look at Dakota Kai's uh, underwear, her underwear matched her face paint. <laughs> yep. Go back and take a look at it. Yeah. So it was really cool. Asuka's tights were different. She's wearing the full length tights now, opposed to the uh short tights that she always wore. Her hair's cut differently, her hair's a little darker, the blue's a little darker. So these are all the little details. Are we gonna she's a face right now, but that character that she debuted was one bad bitch. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. If you go back and watch some of her old uh matches from New Japan and um uh, and, 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 and Noah and stuff that she did out there. That character was fucking awesome, man. So, you know, she came out all smiley smiley right now, but hopefully if she transitions into who that character is, that's going to be a really fun feud for anyone who wants to take her on, man. Um, Michelle McCool coming out of the crowd, that was kind of cool. That was something completely different. Uh, She showed herself pretty well as well. I mean, it's pretty, I know might be hard to fight in a pair of Uggs, but uh, (laughs) yeah, that's awesome, man.
1: Yeah, uh, Lizzie Evans looked good. She looked, she's looking stronger and stronger. I think. Um, so I'm liking where they're going with Lizzie Evans. It's seemed like the best character she's had so far. Most promise with that character. Uh, so yeah,
0: I, I think yeah. they finally got her right. Um, this is one character. Her and Elias are two characters, in my opinion, that they have a lot of potential with and in to do great things. Physically, both of them, their physiques are phenomenal. Uh, You know, but the one problem is Alex with Lacey Evans. I don't understand why she didn't come out with this gimmick right to start opposed to being a Southern Belle and then coming out with the sob story character, then turning heel like this girl kept spinning and spinning and spinning her wheels. They finally got the character right. And I'll be honest, man, to look at she she's really, you know, she looks great. She looks really amazing right now, too. And she's built into this character. I'm waiting for Sergeant Slaughter to come out and become a manager. Yeah, mm-hmm. on, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense, man. Cobra clutch Marines, who else better to have, you know, bring slaughter out, man. I say that's her, that should be her manager.
1: Yeah. I'll say this too. you. You mentioned the last thing I want to touch on. Actually. I, I don't know if you guys picked up on this. Remember just me picking up on this and just interpreting it this way. I thought they were burying the commentator team, were burying a few people because you said Elias, and they kind of made Elias I'd be a little bit of a joke when he came in. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Elias is so promising. And then whenever even Uncle Hardy was there, this is one of the best storylines had going. And Uncle Hardy, especially the theory of Uncle Hardy, it seems, seems so silly. Whenever and the Pat mcafee could have been just adrenaline, he's having fun, you know, but he's like he didn't really know Uncle Hardy, and he's like, how do you do you know and he just made this kind of jokey goofy thing out of this carry with the the, the you know the top hat and i just yeah. kind of felt it's going for burying people Don't again i, uh, I, I actually didn't t- enjoy i didn't enjoy mcafee at all and
2: i've never really enjoyed the guy because especially yesterday he came across like he's doing the football stuff it's pre-game on college in nfl he came across like i'm too cool to be here i don't know what's going on but i'm here for a payday yeah he made some funny comments but like him not knowing who these people were in the moves, like. To me, I didn't like that. I didn't like that angle. Like, he seemed like he's too cool for school kind of thing. I'm here for the quick buck. I'm an NFL analyst now, you know. I, did, I didn't like that. I didn't enjoy him at all. I never really have. But I thought yesterday, besides a few funny comments, like you said, he was bearing guys. He didn't know what was what. I just thought it was – I thought it was kind of cheesy, to be honest, The McAfee. Well,
0: I like McAfee. I don't think he was intentionally trying to be cheesy or trying to bury any. No, I'm not saying
2: he was trying to be, but that's how he came no, off. No, he wasn't, no, you know, saying- he's trying to be himself. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I but think I he's think he- too fake. I think he's too over the top. It comes across as contrived, not natural. When you hear other, you know, heel commentators, they seem a little more realistic. He deceives but he's know, jumping and dancing and stuff. I think it's goofy. That's yeah. me.
0: Yeah, no, no. I mean, I enjoy it. I think he's fun personally. I, I think he brings a good energy. Uh, like I said, right off the top, his energy think- is good. Yeah. I I think right off the top, like, you know, I said, you know, he tried to protect himself by, you know, making it the funny comments and trying to understand what's going on. Yeah, but you're
2: getting paid hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars to be on the biggest show in the world. You need to know your stuff. This isn't, this isn't an indie show that we go to with 50 people. This is the top creme de la creme. You need to know your stuff or you shouldn't be out
0: there. So maybe, maybe, maybe he was doing it that way. So we talk about it. Maybe it was all, you know, part of the plan. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if he comes back on Friday. Maybe this was just a one-off, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. But um. Oh, oh one man. more thing about Men's
2: Rumble. I don't like how they're treating Corbin. He's making him into a big joke. Beat up, thrown out, tossed. He's a big, strong, golden gloves boxer. <laughs> just emulating oh, the guy. I mean, like, you I think
0: about it. It. Cor- Cor- Corbin and Elias are in the same boat that way? I mean, how many yeah. how many renditions of Corbin are we going to get? Yeah. You know, we the Lone Wolf, Long Hair. Then you, you're your fucking corporate Corbin. And then your general manager Corbin. And then happy you're fucking sad. poor Corbin. Then you're sad Corbin. Then you're happy Corbin. Now you're fucking wrestling God Corbin. So, I mean, it, even having JBL on your side is not helping you. There might be something there that they need to figure out. He's an amazing worker. The guy is a natural heel. The guy doesn't need much to work with. Just his face alone sells. Like he's mm. he's a fucking awesome heel. Right. So hopefully they can figure that out. Yes.
1: Yep. Uh I know I say so my apologies. So I'm uh, looking after my neighbor's dog. She's awesome. She's like usually not making a noise, but something's like well, hey, maybe,
0: maybe she she doesn't like Baron Corbin either, man. <laughs>
1: well I will say he, he was, was a lone wolf,
2: wasn't he, at first? <laughs> yeah. He was a lone wolf, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: I will say I put on Corbin. Um yeah, there's Corbin's got something, right? I know we're not really trying to snuck Corbin chat, but I also I, I made a note about Corbin too. Uh, that was something I actually wrote down about Corbin. Um I just feel like it's it's wasted time. It's like it's wasted our time having Corbin there. Yeah. You know, it's he's not wasted, he's he's got great potential. But it's almost like you going to have to put Corbin on TV because it's it's not giving anything, especially with JBL there. It's almost a wasted JBL too, because they're two badass yeah. Corbin's badass, JBL's badass. Come it's on. it's it's like we don't need the... JBL could be helping someone who's a little bit... Uh, I agree. I said
2: that when I first started.
1: Yeah. You currently, know, but, currently
0: yeah. I think the purpose that they're serving is poker games backstage segments, which is allowing them to create matches.
1: Right? Mm. So you
0: got two guys playing in cards or whatever. No, I'm just saying I mean, that's what I think, right? That's what I feel from it. It's almost like they're there to create you know, to, they're there for segments that create matches for later on in the show. Like, you know, is we got to saw against this guy because he didn't like his hand, And you got Baron Corbin fighting that guy because he didn't like his hand, you know? So, I mean, I hope they figure it out. I hope they kind of, you know, figure something out here with these guys. But guys, listen, we got the match of the night coming up now, right? Let's just right get yeah. into it. The match itself, the match itself, I, I feel was, Kevin Owens was only in the match for them to forward the Sami Zayn story. The match itself was pretty decent. Some high spots, some really good moves there, some shocking movements, some really close two counts. The match sold really well. Both guys did really good in terms of, of selling it. Uh their facial expressions. Roman did an amazing job. Kevin did an amazing job as well. For a big man, very agile. Yes. Uh, back and forth. Great match. I'm not, I, you know, I'll even say this because of everything that happened after the match, I think. That took away from the match itself. But I would call that match the match of the night. I mean, it's not much to choose from. I agree. It's not much to choose from overall. No, you're right. But the match itself was amazing. Really well done.
2: And Owen's took a good beating out there, too. You got smacked around.
0: Yeah, right. And, I mean, the selling on this, you know, so we don't need to talk about the match. We already knew what happened. It, It went down the way it went down. Close calls, things like that. But you saw things starting to crumble when Sammy was asked to give him the chair. And Sammy said, yeah. but you told me not to do anything. I'm just standing here. I'm doing what you told yeah. me. Right? Getting the ire of the tribal chief. Um, and I think this is where business picked up. Match ends. And they start beating the shit out of, uh, out of Kevin Owens here. Something fierce. The wise man brings out the handcuffs. He tie them up. And the beating that ensued after this or prior to this with the chair shots as well, I started to think rock and Mick Foley from the Royal rumble of yesteryear where Mick took that horrendous beating from the rock. Was it 20 chair shots? I believe, right? Uh, Not 20 chair shots, but those chair shots that he took from Roman were something fierce. Those were not light. Those were hitting hard. Uh, Those super kicks. I mean, I mean, Fucking hell, man! I don't care how choreographed you want to call it. Owens sold beautifully. Mm-hmm. He, he made that storyline awesome last night, and he took a beating. And I swear to God, that guy's got to have a concussion. He's got to have his ears ringing still th- this morning, this afternoon. Now, oh, probably yeah. Um, what a beating! What a fucking beating, man! Like even I was saying, like, okay, stop enough.
2: right yeah he got he got worked over really well they
0: it was a good best match of the night night. yeah no absolutely and then it all came down at the end where i guess in his mind he was trying to protect kevin by telling roman reigns listen you don't need to hit him with the tear shot this is beneath you blah 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 hoping that would work gives him the chair tells him to hit him and the way they set that up was beautiful that the pushing the hand in the face Pushing Sammy around, you know, getting in him, getting on him like that, you know, making him look like a less of an individual, less of a man. Yeah. Roman eats a chair shot. The beating of Sammy Zane ensues. Here we are, guys. Thoughts.
2: Connor, take it away.
1: Yeah, I think obviously best segment of the night. Um, I would give the match uh, probably around a seven to eight. You know, um match wise uh but that segment nine to ten i i can't mm. think of a storyline uh with that payoff that uh i've been invested in where i completely suspended belief you know it was like i i know you know we all know what's happening and we all can kind of tell a little bit of where it's going to go um but for me just on the edge the whole time couldn't take my eyes off it. you know jay oh jay was, by far the best selling of that segment i thought um just how he looked when he was walking away left you thinking you know where's his head going to be at? what's going to happen next with jay um storytelling i can't really think of a time where i've felt as emotionally invested in a story in my whole time watching wrestling i've felt excited watching wrestling i felt horrified you know when i got stone cold uh turning heel against the rock with a chair you know that was horrifying when i was younger watching that you know i was I think it was in high school when that was happening. And I was, you know, a huge fan then. But I can't remember in recent years that actually getting in a movie, Like, I'm watching a really good TV show, a really good movie, you know. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. you're, you're thinking, like, is he going to do it? Is he not? You know, like, don't do this. And Roman, that like goes down to Roman's acting a lot. He's brought everyone up. Sam, he's interjected into the bloodline. He's acting brilliantly and doing his part. So the payoff was immense, I think. I, I don't think it could have done any better. I think they did, it, they did it great. You know, if it was going to end at Rumble, if it was all going to end at Rumble, I think they did everything great. Uh, even out the addition to Jay, I thought Jay was going to jump in with Jimmy. I thought Jay was maybe going to run back and splash him. I liked that they kept leaving him out and walking away because at least it gives you for a little bit uncertainty of what's going to happen i think it's going to be sammy and uh, kevin against the so the tag titles you know but i mean at least for at the moment they made you really feel for jay um so overall just one of the best segments i've seen in a long time that really made the show if it wasn't for that i would have been like that wasn't a bad royal rumble but that just like put the stop on that rumble i was like oh that, what uh what an ending yeah um yeah, great, way, great way to end the night best
2: segment of the night
1: like you said, Owens and
2: um, Sami Zayn got their alliance going now. You could see it building, as you were saying, during the match. And, yeah, it was a great way to end the Rumble. A lackluster Royal Rumble ended on a good note.
0: Okay, best so, here's my takeaway from this. So when I watched this segment at the end there, the one thing that I noticed right off the bat is when uh, when, when Jimmy attacked him, when Jimmy was the first one to touch him and actually put that kick on him, that surprised me. All of a sudden, this storyline takes a different arc right off that moment. Because throughout the whole bloodline Sami Zayn existence, if you think about it, until Jay actually got on board with him, his best friend was Jimmy. Yeah. Right. If if anything, the more aggressive, the more menacing Uso has always been Jay. Right. And, and but Jimmy's that guy who puts your arm around you. He's always smiley and you know, happy, go lucky. He'll kick the shit out of you, but he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He's a guy that I'd want to be, I feel safer with. Right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But the viciousness, the way his eyes changed and everything that changed on him. When when that chair shot hit and you look at Jay and you were expecting that from him. This this storyline just takes a whole different arc now. Like, okay, why didn't Jay participate? What's going on with him? Is he so emotionally bonded now to Sammy? Like, you're the angry one. You're the loose cannon. You're the guy that I expected to attack first. So the story would tell me, right? So that's my takeaway from it. It's just kind of they progressed yeah. this even further and gave it even more life now. Where's Jay going to fit in? What's going on here? Like, who's going to turn on who? Is this still going to happen? Where We're, we're, we're going to get um, Sammy against uh, Roman now in February, before mania is that match going to happen how is this oh, we had right a, elimination
2: chamber yeah right? yeah
0: so i actually dug and dug and i found some footage online because i always want to see okay do these guys hug after the cameras went off the air yeah and what have you nothing like that happened all i know is from the footage that i saw both guys came out first owens came out like so this guy had his camera he was ringside so he could see them they didn't embrace or anything from what i saw uh, two referees took Owens to the back, crowd cheered, and then Sammy followed in behind. So they haven't progressed the story after the Royal Rumble from there. I guess we'll start to see now what these two guys are going to, you know, connect on, or if they're going to connect, or if they're going to be angry at each other, or if no one's not going to trust them, or you know what I mean? So we'll see. But ultimately, all roads lead to them fighting the Usos for one set of the titles. Now, here's something interesting, guys, quickly they kept advertising the title match for the universal title. Am I wrong to think that only one title was on the line? Because I know they're doing that with the tag team titles now where Jimmy and Jay are defending the Raw titles on Raw and the SmackDown titles on SmackDown. Um, did I hear incorrectly? Because I haven't seen any notes or anything. You heard it correctly. I'm
2: just not sure if that means they're going to defend one belt or both, but you did hear it correctly. didn't say that. Yes.
0: Right. Because throughout the whole build-up as well, like the universal title is on the line. Not both titles, only the universal title, which makes Mm -hmm. sense. Owens is a SmackDown guy.
2: Yeah. No, you're correct on 100%. Is
0: that something, like just something that's, you know, like they they plant that little seed. Okay. Maybe this is how they're going to protect themselves if they have to take one of the belts off of him for Cody to fight someone yeah mm, well,
1: that's a that's a good that's actually a good point yeah because uh yeah what well, what if they do manage to get the rock or you know it's like uh by well, the way speaking of speaking of the rock imagine I know the rock wasn't going to be there you know but uh and I don't know what doesn't fit in especially right now after Cody and everything else you know but could you imagine like I don't know you guys watching that in real time but I was just sensations in my body. I was watching that, it getting emotionally invested. Could you imagine if people were like that in the arena at home watching on the rocks as they hit? Wouldn't it have made sense yeah, I mean, at I I, like, I, stuff, I, mean, I said know. the same
0: thing. I looked over at Russ, uh, my friend that I was with. You um, know, I looked over at him. Uh, at that point where they were just beating the shit out of Sammy there, all of them together, mm. I was just saying, you know what would be perfect right now? If it's smells. And yeah. that hits and he just Been comes just out called. onto the thing that would that's what i kept holding out for all night i'll be honest i i'm guilty of this the 12 year old in me kind of came out i kept waiting for it i kept waiting for it you know like i've never counted down numbers in a royal rumble match or paid attention to who's coming out when we got to 27 fuck, he's not coming okay no. maybe he'll come at this match right but Triple H is even saying himself. Now I said this on the last show as well, guys. I don't know if this is a work or if this is this their way of protecting it. But I mean until now, even to this point, all roads lead to Roman and Rocket Mania, in my opinion. It probably won't happen. Like chances probably, you know, uh, has well. going to be roads and rains I'm you know, pretty sure. I think it's gonna be roads and rains here, probably. But I mean, again, never maybe know. you never know. Maybe this is one thing they're doing really, really well and protecting really well. Um, but yeah, no, ultimately, oh, here was another botch that I saw with the cameraman. So there was a spot between uh Shayna Baszler and Natalia when they came out, and the cameraman was in a position where he was catching Shayna, who was on one side of the corner in one corner, and uh, what's your name? Natalie was in the other corner, and they're both looking at each other and nodding and mouthing something to saying, okay, as soon as we're done with these two, we'll get our spot in. So I didn't just, catch that. yeah so just go back and check it out it's again just yeah. uh, so much wrestling i watch it's the things i look for now right yeah, I didn't know oh wow face face her face paint matches her underwear right like yeah. I mean, who, who picks up all that shit me bobby Sampson. Yeah. all right guys yes. all right great <laughs>
1: um, great great. uh great ending i think that was pretty much it uh i was i was uh, had the pleasure of watching with someone too so we were talking about it, they're not a wrestling fan until now, they've been watching wrestling. They've been sitting around watching wrestling, so it's really cool hearing someone who doesn't watch through the lens of a wrestling fan. It is. Uh, she, she said, you know, at the end, her <laughs> words were that was barbaric and intense. With the you know, what I mean, so that's really cool to see someone who isn't uh, uh, very knowledgeable of wrestling, isn't a wrestling fan, but watches because it's captivating, yeah, so, you know. Yeah. To say, no, this that's is awesome. That was the that was the the, the um the point made that like this looked and that was barbaric and intense, you know. And so it just shows, I mean, th- they've really got something captivating. I think to talk about roads and rains though, uh, I've been marking it for roads, you know, since he came out of WrestleMania, the road story, you know, everything leading with roads. Rhodes, I think, is this now this next level of of his career, next level character advancement. Just he just seems so in his zone, his element. You know, Roman's in his element. So part of me kind of thinks, you know, what if it don't get if it don't get Rock Reigns. It might actually be better because that's the rock's not gonna be invested. You know, he's not we we no. we know there's probably not gonna be invested, but but Rhodes is in that sweet spot like Reigns is, you know. So you might get some magic that you that you won't really get with other than the family aspect. It's the rock, you know. But like let's go with what's happening now. And I think this is a great time for wrestling. I think in the present, right now, they've got great things happening, so much so that even Booker T was the only surprise enter. It seems that they're getting that sweet spot where they're building something fresh. They don't need as much to pull from the legends, you know? Um,
0: so and, and that's an and indication. the only thing
2: I'll say to counter that, Connor, is you are right to a point. But remember, the highest rated Raw the last three years was what? Raw 30 with all the legends out. So the average yes. Joe wants to the legends. That's why they want Rock there. From the hardcore guys, yes. But if you want to get the average Joe watching Mania, you need the Rock guys. That's the thing.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Rock yes. doesn't even have to work. Just his presence alone, right? Even it's Hollywood. Work- even even if you were to work a match with Roman, I mean, I'm not mm. looking for it to be a spectacular match in any way. It's mm. just his presence and his persona, his energy that he brings. Hollywood. You know, that that is all that you really need from him or a Stone Cold, right? I think you're going to get a Stone Cold before you'll get a rock. We lost Chance Michaels. Oh, my goodness. I tell you um, what, Connor man, why don't we just yeah. wrap this up between the two of us? Chance, I'm sorry, brother man. I don't know what happened to you uh connor thank you so much for coming on with us here uh it was a fun raw it was a fun uh sorry royal rumble thank you for joining us all the way from greece uh that all being said my name is bobby sampson i am joined with connor the irish mauler we're just going to call him that for right now but we'll find a new name for you think of your working name brother uh and we'll get something going there guys i'm bobby sampson enjoy the rest of your weekend everyone be safe be happy champion chance will be back tuesday i apologize for mr michaels unfortunately something happened with his computer but that's the world that we live in we can't control all these things guys i am bobby sampson once again connor the mauler guys have a great afternoon and the rest of your weekend we will talk to you soon